New York Bankies podcast, talking Yankees with ATM Sports Bank. Happy Tuesday, folks. The MLB postseason is officially here, and we're still talking Yankees. Once again, my name is Adam Taylor McKilp, and you're listening to Week 7 of the New York Bankies podcast with ATM Sports Bank special postseason episode. What is going on, everyone? My spirits are mighty high today. It is time for some playoff baseball and there's no better place for this Yankees fan. So in all honesty, I'm not one of those Yankee fans that's going to trash this team. There are a couple people I think of when I think about Yankee fans trashing this team. But it definitely has been an underwhelming year. Um, if anything, the word that I would use heading into the postseason is cautious and nervous. Yes, I am a nervous Nelly when it comes to Yankee playoff baseball. And a three-game wildcard series, best of three, woo! Nervous Nelly. The playoff jitters are officially here. I'll spend a few minutes giving some playoff predictions here, a little preview with some recap of the last week of baseball. We're going to mix it all in here. But what a dud of a way to round out the regular season, especially this past weekend. It got a little hairy at the end, but the Yankees ended up with the fifth seed, finishing second in the AL East. As you all know, expanded postseason, eight teams from each league, two in the division, Two wildcard leagues, seated on records, first round, best of three, playoffs, baby. Let's get into some segments. Get out your checkbooks, Yankees fans. Postseason baseball. It has been an up and down year, but we have to celebrate sometimes. The road to 28 begins now. Here's who and what we're writing money checks for from this past week of Yankees baseball. All right, that first check I'm writing goes out to DJ LeMahieu and Luke Voigt. Who else? Introducing your 2020 New York Yankees Most Valuable Player. Scratch that. Make it players. This award was always going out to these two fine players. DJ LeMahieu, the machine, and Luke Voigt, country strong. So I'm telling you guys, if these guys aren't, if these two aren't on the roster, the Yankees are not making the playoffs in 2020. Point blank, period. Both finished as league leaders this year. And I'm not tra- I'm not just talking the American League. We're talking the whole damn league. One won the batting title, the other the home run title. Let's start with DJ. A major league best 364 batting average. Not just the batting champ this year, but the first player to ever win an undisputed batting title in both the NL and now the AL. He won it back in 2016 with the Rockies, and now this year, boom, history. So guess what? DJ, the first Yankees to lead the MLB in hitting since Mickey Mantle in 1956. That's good company. And the first Yankee to lead the AL since Bernie Williams in 1998. Also good company. It's great because, like I said, we don't... we've. 1998 is the last time we led the league in hitting, in in the AL in hitting. We don't have a lot of contact hitters. This dude is a machine. He hits, 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 and he gets on. And guess what? DJ is going to be a free agent at the end of the season, and he has already been quoted in the media as saying he wants back in. Let's go. Next up, Luke Voigt, country strong. Luke Voigt, career-high 22 home runs. The eighth Yankee to lead the majors and the first since A-Rod in 2007. He beat out names like Jose Abreu and Mike Trout. Um, Honestly, that's good company for a dude playing in his second full Major League Baseball season as a starter. Anyways, this duo made history. Omehu and Voigt are the first teammates to lead 
the majors in average and homers since Hank Aaron and Eddie Matthews of the 1959 Braves. That's only also happened five times total in MLB history. But hats off to DJ and Luke, the MVPs of the 2020 Yankees. And that second check that I'm writing goes out to Garrett Cole to neutralize Shane Bieber. Alright, this past week in Yankees baseball, sort of a dud, especially the weekend. This is the streakiest Yankee team that I can remember in my lifetime. So let's, you know what, let's just get into some playoff preview stuff. Game 1 is going to be a good one, people. A must-watch. Yankees in Cleveland starts at 7pm tonight over on ESPN. Yankees are the 5th seed taking on the 4th seed Indians, who have probably the best pitching staff in baseball. Normally, uh uh-oh would be right here. But hey, we went out and got Garrett Cole for a damn reason. So yes, Garrett Cole is going to start tonight against Shane Bieber, who is the probable AL Cy Young Award winner. Bieber 8-1-163 ERA and led the league in strikeouts, 122 of them this year. But this is where Garrett Cole comes in. Garrett Cole is 7-3, pitching to a 2-8-4 ERA this season. Yes, Bieber has been the better pitcher in 2020. He knows it. We all know it. But the Yankees' ace Garrett Cole owns the postseason. Cole pitches to a postseason career ERA of 2.60. He holds opponents to a 175 batting average. Last year, he was 4-1, pitched to a 172 ERA. Furthermore, let's talk about Kyle Higashioka. Higgy gets the start over the dreadfully hitting Gary Sanchez tonight, thanks to that little pitcher-catcher chemistry he's got going on with Garrett Cole. And guess what? Cole is 3-1 with a 1.00 ERA and 34 strikeouts when Higgy catches. With Gary, his numbers are up up a little bit. They're still very good, but this dude is the ace. If Garrett Cole goes out and he outlasts or outduels, outpitches Shane Bieber, who Cleveland was punching in as a sure thing, a sure win, then this series takes on a whole new narrative. I can't wait. I'm excited. Garrett Cole tonight on the mound playoffs. This is what we got this guy for. Let's go. All right, that third and final check that I'm writing goes out to the keys to the Yankees taking this wild card series in Cleveland. So let's talk into let's talk about some keys for the Yankees to win this series. And I'm going to get into some stats. I love baseball stats. But again, let's talk pitching real quick. Garrett Cole, let's say he wins game one. Then this series is all Yankees. Tanaka versus Carrasco in game two, and then probably J.A. Happ versus the youngster Zach Plezak in game three. Tanaka has been stellar in his Yankees playoff career, 176 ERA, and eight starts dating back to 2015. He's limited playoff opponents to a 157 batting average, and he was 2-1 with a 2.25 ERA in three starts last year. Carrasco, he will pitch. He's been good in the postseason, but he has a very small sample size. And then you go, if it goes to a game three, you have Zach Plezak against J.A. Happ. J.A. Happ, old man, love the old man. And he's been very good down the stretch. Plezak will be making his postseason debut. No postseason experience. If it goes to a game three, I'm telling you, advantage Yankees. But yeah, the pitching staff for this Indians team is actually very interesting. By far, again, the best pitching staff in baseball this year, in my opinion. The Indians have a team ERA of 3.29. That's first in baseball. The starters are even better at 3.17. They get a little hairy in the bullpen, 3.53, whatever. It's all washed. Best pitching staff in baseball. But the Yankees, 
Their pitching staff held its own this year, especially with Cole rebounding the starting pitching. The team ERA for the Yanks was 4-3-5, and the starters actually had a 4-2-5 ERA, and both those rank around 10-12 to in Major League Baseball, so that's, that's good for a Yankees team that's built on offense. And anyways, this series, it will be a story of offense versus defense. And yes, this scares me, because pitching wins in the postseason, but hey, anything can happen, people. So the Yankees rank fourth in the big leagues, and yes, it was a very inconsistent runs per game but they score 5.2 runs per game unfortunately for me it seemed like the yankees either exploded 12 20 runs or the offense didn't show up at all but it makes me feel better because the indians offense is bad bad people they are 25th in all of baseball they only score 4.13 runs per game yes their staff only gives up three runs a game but if you can steal a run in a playoff game, which is the pressure's on people, then it's a whole new series. So let's talk about what happens when the Yankees score four or more runs. When the Yankees score four or more runs, they are 28-7 and seven this year. Cleveland pitching, like I said, they pitch to a three ERA. They give up three runs a game. You gotta steal a run in, in these games and you can win this series, point blank. Come on, we're supposed to be the scariest team in the postseason. The lineup is healthy. Sluggers all over the place. Garrett Cole on the mound. You just gotta steal a run here. Anyways, Cleveland also has a very interesting pitching staff because of their home road splits. On the road, Cleveland is a much better pitching team. 2-9-0 ERA. But at home, 3-6-7. So this series is in Cleveland. 3-6-7, that's a lot closer to that magic number of four. The, bat, the bats, the Yankee bats better show up. God damn it. But this is going to be a fun one, and I'm excited. Tune in, ESPN, Shane Bieber, Garrett Cole tonight. Those are the checks that I'm writing. All right, next up, we're going to go over some stocks that I'm selling. But first, a quote, another one from the great Yogi Berra. Simply, it ain't over till it's over. And that's my outlook on 2020. Let's get some positive vibes going into the postseason, and let's win, baby. Let's win. Road to 28. And that first stock that I'm selling goes out to the Yankees, getting themselves in a must-win situation on Sunday. Little self-promotion here, but I wrote about this for fan-sided's call to the pen. Site reporting on baseball. We have a lot of good insight coming out of there. But yes, the Yankees started rookie Clark Schmidt on Sunday. He made his Major League debut in this start. And the only word I have for that move is perplexing. New York announced that Clark Schmidt was going to make the start against the Miami Marlins on Sunday. And normally, after you've clinched a postseason berth and the last day of the regular season, that's all fine. But not this year, people. Entering Sunday, the Yankees could have still fallen to the 8th seed. The Blue Jays were playing the Orioles, and if they won and the Yankees lost, the Yankees slid to the 8th seed, and the Blue Jays overtook 2nd place and the 5th seed in the AL postseason picture. Both teams lost, so yes, this is a moot point, but are you freaking serious? You guys have a chance to secure the higher seed and you put a rookie making his major league debut on the mound? Do you just not care what happens in 2020? The season is a wash, huh? We just get to write it off no matter what? Come on. What are you doing, Yankees management? 
ultimately Clark wasn't the issue. The Yankees lost. They still lost. But thank God for the Baltimore Orioles spoiling the Blue Jays' hopes. It was just perplexing. I don't, I don't get it. If the Yankees finished as the eighth seed, which was very much on the table, it was a trip to the trop against the number one seed, AL East foe, the Tampa Bay Rays. The Rays are waiting in the second round if we get there, but at least that's at a neutral site. And why are the Rays so scary, you ask? Well, New York, the Yankees are 2-8 against Tampa Bay this year. The pitching staff has been brutally average, pitching to a 3.84 ERA against the Rays. And the Yankees' offense in those games? Dreadful. New York is hitting 218 against Rays pitching and scoring only 3.4 runs a game. I know it didn't matter at the end of the day. We are where we are. But that is a damn risky decision if you ask me. Let's just throw the rookie out there and see what he's got, huh? Good idea, Yanks. Alright, that second stock that I'm selling goes to the Yankees on the road in 2020. So guys, I saw this story written by former MLB outfielder and also Yankee Curtis Granderson. A lot of love for Grandy Man. But he wrote about this in Bleacher Report, and he talked briefly about his predictions for the first round, specifically Yankees-Indian series. And so I'm, I'm going to tell you guys what he said because I thought this was very interesting, very thoughtful. So he goes, my first exposure to October baseball was in 2006 with the Detroit Tigers against the Bronx Bombers. During that series, I remember seeing Denzel Washington sitting behind our dugout at Yankee Stadium. I looked over at Verlander to tell him to get a DVD from the locker room so I could get Denzel to ask it, because that was on my mind in the middle of a playoff game in New York. The Yankees do a great job of putting up a bunch of great highlights of their legends, all these intimidating things that, if you're not careful, can get to you. Oh, and then there's Reggie Jackson on the field. There's Goose Gossage on the field. And if you look up the scoreboard and so-and-so is throwing out the first pitch, if, it, if you're not careful, it can catch you. But he said this year is different, though. So why is this year different, you ask? This is ATM Sports Bank again, guys, not, not Curtis Granderson anymore. But anyways, it is different because A, the Yankees won't be at home. And two, the Yankees aren't going to roll out this class, this, this history, this intimidation. They're not going to be able to roll it out this year because even if they were at home because of COVID. I've heard other baseball experts allude to this lack of home field advantage in New York. Whether it's the fans getting on certain Yankees for underperforming, you know, keeping them accountable, or the nerves that a packed-out Yankee Stadium brings, I think there's something here. And guess what? The stats back it up. The Yankees were 22-9 and at home this year. And yes, they didn't have the same intimidation, but at least they were in the house that Ruth built. They were in Yankee Stadium. But on the road, they are 11-18. and What? That is the bottom third of the league, and this team was supposed to be a World Series favorite. As I mentioned before, the Yankees are fourth in the MLB. They score 5.25 runs a game. But when they go on the road, the scoring drops to 4.2 runs a game. That ranks 21st in the big leagues. The pitching also struggles. 5.27 ERA on the road. It's 24th in the league. Yet the entire Yankees staff ranks 10th or 12th in the league with their 4.25, 4.35 ERA. Interesting. The Yankees have not been good on the road this year. And I think they've been a lot better at home, just being comfortable at home. And then, again, it's tough. There is no real home field advantage this year. But I still think the Yankees are missing out on being at home 
There's something about Yankee Stadium. There's that allure. There's that intimidation. You're in New York. You're in the Big Apple. You're in the house that Ruth built. I'm sad the Yankees aren't going to get to play this year. It's at home, but I have every faith in this team. Let's get out there and show the show the world who we are. We are the New York Yankees. Road for 28, baby. And the third stock I'm selling, guess what? There is none. We're going for a little positive mood here, people. So you know what my dad said? He told me that I needed to be optimistic. The playoffs equal a clean slate. But damn, this team was so streaky. They had me so up and down, left and right, all year long. It was tough to watch. But regardless, he's correct. Dad is correct. The slate is clean. So I'm going to be positive here. No third stock. More checks to cash than stocks to sell this week. Road to 28. Let's go. Also, quick shout out to Andrew Durr Barrett, my longtime friend and the host of the Whatever You Want podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts. His official prediction, and I give him props because he is a Yankee hater, he said Yankees, Braves, Yankees, and Six, although he was quick to say it was probably going to be the Dodgers, and there ain't nothing wrong with that. That team was by far the best team in baseball this year. That's all I got this year. Playoff baseball starts tonight, people. Yankees, Indians over on ESPN, Garrett Cole, Shane Bieber. It is going to be a lot of fun. There is a lot of baseball, a lot of playoff baseball over the next couple of days. MLB Playoffs 2020. Let's go. We bought stock. We sold stock. We wrote checks. We cashed them in. And most importantly, we talked about the New York Yankees. Thanks for tuning in, folks. And I will see you next week.